friend, we've all heard that prayer works, but I want to introduce you to a new term called pranking, praying and thinking. And our guest today believes that when the two of them go together, wondrous things will happen. Stick around for more. I'm Ashley White, the host of Joy on the Journey podcast, a weekly podcast all about defining, finding, and maintaining joy on the journey of life. This week, I have a very special guest, the one and only Dr. Reverend Lakeisha B. She is the author of The Intensified Life, founder of Her Call Ministries, and the CEO of Essentials Intensify Counseling. And if that's not enough, she faithfully serves as the Minister of Young Adults and Prayer at Willer Avenue Baptist Church. She's an international minister and evangelist whose motto is, the world is my pulpit. Dr. Lakeisha B. Hey. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. I am very proud of you and happy to be here. This is a blessing. Thank you so much. I have the privilege of introducing to some of you all and highlighting to others people that are so important to my life. This woman I met in 2014 um, after I heard a sermon from our pastor, Reverend Dr. Marcus Cosby, charging me and all of us to get more involved in ministry at our church. And I will never forget sitting across the conference room from her Mm -hmm. and saying, I want to be active, but I don't want to be one of those church people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And here we are 10 years later. Mm -hmm. And wow. What I did not know, (laughs) but God did how much my life has changed And I want to publicly thank you for your leadership, for your guidance, and for your mentorship, for helping me uncover the things I did not know, (laughs) and for extending your trust and your grace and softening some areas that were very, very hard. (laughs) Um, You have truly, truly helped counsel me in in so many areas, and I'm just so grateful so, so it is my honor. And you are a you are like the poster child for young adult ministry. And every time I have the chance, I have mentioned your brief, a brief part of your story several times. And it always includes what you just said. There was somebody sitting across from me and she was like, I don't want to be one of those church people that is always at the church. And now, well, <laughs> let's just say uh Ashley White is always at the church. It just is what it is. And it is a blessing. It is a blessing. It has It is a blessing. My life has changed for the better. Yeah. Completely for the better. And I counted a privilege to have been on like a front row seat to that. That's how I see it. So we're going to hop right into the podcast. And we start by asking every guest. To give their definition of joy. Joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart. Uh, Joy is definitely the constant, the unshakable, unchangeable element of, um, it's a little bit more than just contentment. Mm -hmm. There is a certain amount of 
satisfaction because it's rooted in the fact that you know God is in control. And so we can dig deep even when things aren't going well. I'm sure you may have heard that happiness is based on happenings, Mm -hmm. what's happening in your life. And when things are not happening the way you would want them to, sometimes we feel like, well, what what do you have to be uh, uplifted about? What is it that makes you keep moving forward? Joy is deeper than that because I believe it's the constant that's rooted in a relationship with God, a satisfaction and a contentment, a little bit more than contentment, but it just know, you just know everything's going to be all right. Um, I'm not denying. So I don't live in denial. I don't deny the reality of what may be going on, but there's something I can dig deeper into that grounds me and I can still smile because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Well, that's beautiful that it's not rooted in the situation. No. I don't think it is. I, and, and we've all had situations where we were not happy and it was, it seemed not to be joy uh, anywhere. There's just a search like where joy, joy, joy. But because it's deeper, sometimes we have to dig deeper to extract it from what God has placed in us. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's why it's, it's something about the God presence. That's why it's the joy of the Lord. That is our strength. That's from Nehemiah. But there is joy because of who God is. So let's talk about those seasons or those moments where you've had to, what was happening around you was like, this is not, mm-hmm. mm-mm, this not it. <laughs> you, you mentioned a scripture okay. that the joy of the Lord is our strength. How did you come to know that definition for yourself? Oh, that's good. Um, whoo, that's good. That's good. It was in the moments that things were, things that were happening were not good. And so you have to dig deeper to get to a place that, you know, everything will be okay. And it was found in an anchor of the character of God. Mm-hmm. The, the anchor is who is God in my life? God is good. God is faithful. God is wonderful. God is just. God is merciful. God is gracious. That anchor settles me. And so when I dig deeper to settle myself in that, the joy comes based on who God is, not my happenings and circumstances. So because I know who God is, I can continue to smile and look forward to a brighter future. That's good. So for people that may be unsettled. Mm-hmm. Okay. What advice would you have or what practices have you found that settles you, that steals you? In, in, in turbulent times, you mean? Yes. Uh, so <laughs> prayer, uh, back to the word you mentioned. I appreciate you bringing that up. Prinking is real for me. Uh, praying is absolutely communication with God. It is communion with God. And I don't think of prayer as just the one way, one directional thing. It is very much... A, as much as of listening and being still, uh, the scripture that comes to mind, be still and know Mm -hmm. that I am God. So there's a stillness and a knowing and a relationship, uh, a friendship and intimacy that happens through prayer. I am, I'm, I'm kind of heady and analytical. So that's where the thinking part, that's where the thinking part comes in. Uh, And I think we've all done it at one time or another. You can start praying about a thing. And then before you know it, you're thinking through Mm. 
some aspects of that situation and then it shifts again and whatever you were thinking about, it turns into prayer because I'm thinking about it. And then it's like a conversation back and forth in and out of thinking about processing, digging deep, but then also what you, whatever you extract from your processing, you take that to God. Okay, Lord, I'm thinking about this. So to me, that's what prinking is. It is engaging our minds because I do not believe that God wants us to only like spew all of our needs out. Mm. Right. Our laundry list of needs. We just almost, I don't want to say vomit. We just almost ugh, just yeah. put all of that out there. And we were given minds for a reason. And as we mature and grow, we're supposed to engage our minds. The The trick though, and I almost hate to say trick. Don't, I don't mean trick, but the, the essence of it though is not to lean on our own understanding. Right. We are to engage our minds because God wants us to think through and process and grow in that, but have the mind of Christ. So that's where your thinking aspect comes in. What what would Jesus do? Remember those <laughs> bracelets or what is it the word says and how should I apply this to my life? And what is going on on the inside of me that I respond to what God is saying in this way? So what settles me is all of that, mm-hmm. that that uh, everything I just said. I know it sounds like it, but all of that settles me because the process helps me to calm down. So when you get anxious and, and uptight about something, let's pause and think what's really going on. What's deep inside of me that is disturbed? What's my trigger? What made me angry? Why am I disappointed? Why am I anxious? All of that. And when I discover what that is, I'm I'm talking with God about the process of digging in and taking whatever I find to the Lord. Oh, okay, this is what happened. I'm feeling insecure. Lord, help me in this way. Mm. I'm okay. I'm angry because the last time somebody did that to me, it was a trigger because of something else that happened. So I see now that's a sensitive spot. Okay, God, I get it. Now help me to rely on your word, trust you, not take it out on the next person. Right. So you see what I mean? It's, it's, it's the whole process. And yeah, that's what settles me. And then sometimes you just have to say, okay, God, I just, I don't know what's going on. I just trust you. I'm going to just, I'm going to trust you. I ain't going nowhere. You, you can't get rid of me. Like you're the only one I got. <laughs> me and you, Lord. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all. That's it. So that's, that's what settles that's me. That's good. That's really, really good. Where I struggle being fully transparent, where I struggle with the, with praying and thinking is moving immediately into action Mm. instead of sitting in, this was just a really good conversation. Mm. You're saying you feel like you need to do something immediately. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And getting caught in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Instead of, no, let's just wait. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's let this breathe. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wonder in this instant gratification Ooh, culture, yes, that's how it. my brain has now gone from, all right, now we got to check the box. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to practice, be very mindful of, okay, leave space yes. for God to move. Yes, yes. And yes. only when he says to move. Yes. Selfishly, I asked, how are you sitting <laughs> still? Because <laughs> I am you know what? not restless. May I restless. say, just as a, another point of encouragement and maybe a perspective in those times, like any very intimate friendship and really sweet relationship, sometimes the depth of the love and the intimacy is not in what you're doing as much as being, just mm-hmm. being together. There's time for action, of course, but there is something sweet and precious about just being 
And so before we are humans doing, we are humans being. Mm -hmm. And so in being present and still and enjoying the being together, because life gets you busy enough doing right. And so like any good relationship, you want times where you can just be and not have an agenda and not have to rush to the next thing and not feel like you're pressured to take action on everything. If the Lord wants you to take action, you'll know that. But make sure, like you said, I love that take make some space, create capacity for just the being because therein is where I think we discipline our souls and we discipline even our thoughts and our minds. And I just, who we are, we discipline ourselves to, to wait on God. And that is, um, that, that contributes to joy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before we move deeper, have y'all subscribed? Have you subscribed to the channel? Have you hit like on the video? Yes. Yes. All right. So as we move deeper into your joy journey, I'm sure like many watching, your life has had many seasons, seasons of abundance, some maybe some seasons of drought. And I love <laughs> to speak as as many of discuss as much of your journey as possible. So how would you define this current season of your life? Uh, um, oof. Can I, can I go back and say, sure. you said you, you sure there have been other seasons, seasons of drought and all that. Let me say, I, I wouldn't say I just had drought. It was like a wilderness. It was like mm. a desert, a dry, hot, almost deadly desert. <laughs> so I've been through that. Um, I believe now I feel like, I feel like I'm getting girly. Like, oh, I feel like now. <laughs> I feel like I am out of the desert, moving into... Mm. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Tissues right there. It's Thank okay. you. Um, moving into a place, I'm I'm on my way to a place of um flourishing. Mm. That's what I feel like. It's mm, beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. So. Um, during the pandemic, you earned your doctorate from Samuel DeWitt Proctor School of Theology <laughs> at Virginia Union University while working full time and leading an active ministry. Yeah. How and why was that important for you oh, to earn your doctorate? Wonderful question. Um, well, I think two basic reasons. The first is simply I really do love learning. Um, I don't write, I don't, I don't like papers and deadlines, but I like learning. (laughs) I don't like, I don't like that part. And I don't, I don't even mind the paper so much. It's the deadlines and all that crunch stuff, but I love learning. And I remember just years ago, aspiring to have a doctorate because it would be the highest level of education for me and the highest of anyone in my family. Um, I'm the first on my father's side to complete, um, an undergrad and a graduate and now a doctorate and um, the first in my mother's side to complete a doctorate. So all of that was important, but also because I believe, unfortunately, for women in ministry, uh, there is a certain amount of extra we have to do to make sure that we are sharp, we are prepared, we are equipped. Um, and I just didn't want to settle for where I was uh, again, I love learning. So to me, it was a part of the natural progression mm-hmm. and the timing was right. I did a, attempt to complete the degree uh, 
maybe 12 years ago and financially and everything, it just wasn't right. It wasn't good. That was actually when I was going through my wilderness, the desert. <laughs> and so it just wasn't right. And uh, God allowed that everything would come together. And I had no reason not to, I'm, you know, a single lady, no children, no, no excuses. Why not? And time is going to keep going, you know, for all who would put it off and, and stop and delay. Why not? You know, another year is going to pass. So you can either use the time, do something productive and uh, move towards your goals and visions and dreams or wait another year. So it was just right. So how does it now feel that you've completed that, that huge task? How does it feel? It is a blessing, but I'm not done. Okay. Oh, now I'm not saying I'm going to get another degree, but I just told, I, I had lunch with my niece and nephew and I was telling some other friends that I feel like I'm in school again because there's always something else to learn. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at certifications and a couple of things. Um, I, I just, I, I like staying sharp and I really do miss the academy again, not for deadlines and papers as much as for what you get exposed to in different thoughts and paradigms and new information. And once you get out of school, you can get in a job and kind of stay in a little rut and forget yeah. that there's, there are new publications. There's so much more that just the general public doesn't get exposed to because you're not in that center of learning. Plus the wonderful way that iron sharpens iron when you're with others who are studying and, and you hear other perspectives. And it's just fun to me. I, I really do love learning and dialogue and, and debate about different things and just broadening my perspective. So I feel like I'm in school again and it may not result in a degree, but I do have a few different things I'm looking forward to learning. Mm. That's exciting. Yeah. I want to also ask why you were pursuing, and so many people may be watching are doing both. They're going to school full time. Mm -hmm. They're working full time. They're active in their communities. And so they're stretched. They're stretching yeah. in every, they're full <laughs> and not necessarily full of the, of all the things, right? They're full of their time is stretched. Their mm -hmm. energy is stretched. What did you learn about mm. yourself as you were being stretched and pulled mm -hmm. in so many different directions? So uh, let me let me say this in 2018 or so, somewhere about there, I I feel God calling me to slow down, mm. to pull back, slow down. And I tell you, it came because I was in a rush trying to get to work. I was a little bit late and I was trying to kind of I was I was speeding, but I was trying to go fast. <laughs> I was going fast. So let me just say that there was one of those big trucks in front of me and I was trying to get around it. And I got into another lane, a rock, you know how the, the rocks, mm. it, it chipped my windshield and I just backed up. I said, okay, let me back up, slow down and I'll get to work when I get to work. But it caused me to think about why am I always rushing? I'm rushing because I'm not prioritizing and using my time wisely. I'm rushing because I'm trying to feel too many things in a short amount of time because I feel stretched and I got to do all of this stuff. No, let's re reevaluate what's most important. And so the, the short answer I'm editing as I go, because this really has been a journey of learning how to not be addicted to hurry. Mm. 
Uh-huh. That's the name of the book that helped me later on. I read that book and I didn't know that's the path God had me on to really learn how to slow down, to prioritize what's most important. And some things don't have to be done right now. Uh, think about how to use your time, slow down and operate from a place of peace. So we often get up and we're often moving and more. And I have chosen to make it my lifestyle. I want to start from a place of peace. When I feel internally that I'm driven, that I am wrestling with too much to do and so much is on my mind, I, that's part of the reason why that centering prayer, that, that pause to be still is helpful because I can write down what I need to do. I can pray about it. I can look clearly because when you're rushing, you're not seeing things clearly. When you're in a hurry, when you feel so stretched and everything, people are pulling at you and all of this, you rarely get the opportunity to really see what's most valuable. Because everything that is urgent may not be the most important thing to do right then. And I don't have to take responsibility for everything. It's okay for somebody else to do it. It's okay for sometimes, this is going to sound crazy, but it's true. And I believe this. It's okay sometimes for a ball to drop. Mm -hmm. I know we don't think that a lot of times, but it's okay because I'm not the only person that needs to learn how to embrace and take ownership of things. So when I'm stretched too far, that's the most important time for me to sit down. Get out of the hurry. Get out of hustle and bustle. Prink. Do some heavy, deep prinking and say, "Okay, God, what is most important right now? What is going to give me, you know, some time back? How do I need to rest? How can I be fresh and where can I start from the place of peace? So when I'm getting up and I'm moving with some intentionality and direction and I can be more effective because if I am not doing the things that only I can do. Ooh. I delegate the rest, but the, the stuff that only I can do that I'm called to do, I try to reserve my energy and make sure I'm saving space to make sure I'm fresh for that. Everything else, I'm I'm kind of renegotiating and prioritizing and delegating. And then some stuff, is that okay? Is that, can that wait? God, what do you say about that? Okay, maybe that's one of those things I'm going to have to trust you and wait on. As much as in, in me feels like I might need to do something, is that because I'm being driven out of my own anxiousness mm. or is it because Holy Spirit is saying now is the time because I really believe I've said this many times. There is always, always y'all hear me always time to do God's will. Mm. Always time to do God's will. Always. There is always enough time to do God's will. It's just that we clutter our lives with so many other things that we then think, oh, I can't get to this and I can't get to that. No, when we do God's will first and make ourselves fresh and preserve our energy to be focused and intentional on that, God has a way of pulling everything else together. And it's been a few years I've been trying to practice, get out of the hurry, get out of the drive, get out of the drive. And I get it. That's grind culture. Yeah, yeah. That's how we're being shaped now. And you got to secure the bag. You got to do all this and that. I don't think that's the way of God. I don't, I don't think God in a hurry like that. I don't, I don't, mm, that, no, I don't think that's the way. I don't, I don't see that in the nature of Jesus. He was intentional. Right. And he got up and he did what he was supposed to do. But I don't, I don't get the sense that he was always running around trying to, I don't know. Some about that seems like that's not the way. So I don't want to do that. I'm trying to be like Jesus. 
That's so good. I know. I feel like I said a whole lot no, to no, answer no, one that question. That was but. so good, especially. So the two things that I have personally taken away is not the hurry. Mm-hmm. And I, I've shared how impactful the pandemic has mm-hmm. been for me. The slowdown, the mm-hmm. the resetting yes, of prior- me too. priorities. Where then now life has reopened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it has challenged the lessons that I thought I had cemented. Uh And I was like, no, no, Uh no, no. I thought we had this together. Mm -hmm. Ashley, what are you doing? You are reverting. Slow down. Mm -hmm. Slow Mm -hmm. down. Just because the world may be right. That does not mean you have to spin with it. Relax. Yes. And what you have just said, I, I pray will be freeing to someone is that there's always time always. for God's will. And it is it is also um, convicting for me when I know when I have over, when I've stayed up too late, mm-hmm. then I've woken up late. Mm. Then my my prayer time, my mm-hmm, devotional time. Mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. everything gets compressed. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Now my whole day is off right. because now I've started the day right. moving way right. faster. Not from a place of peace. Not from a place of peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also because of the decisions that I made. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so it's also taking ownership of mm-hmm. ah, that wasn't a good decision. Mm-hmm. Forgiving myself for that yes, decision. Yes. Extending my own self grace. Yes. Learning. So important. And then doing better. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Tonight I'm going to bed on time. Yes. <laughs> Sleep is important. It is. Rest it is important. Is. These are the only bodies we have Absolutely. to do God's will. So Absolutely. if they're run down or we're not able to give it our very best, how does that glorify God? Absolutely. I want to ask if you can recall back to when you were preaching your first sermon in 1999. Woo-hoo. In comparison to now as an international preacher and evangelist, hmm. what would you tell that young version of yourself? Oh, that's so good. That's a good one. I would say first, first thing that comes to mind is just stay true to your authentic self. Hmm. Stay true to being who you are. Be your authentic self. And, th- so, and then the second thing would be show up in the fullness of your authentic self. So not only remaining true to who you are, but then don't shy down, don't dumb down, don't don't revert and kind of minimize the fullness of who you are. Yeah, I would definitely say I would I'm I literally I see myself at the very first sermon. I see my I know what I had on. I remember everything about that moment. And there are some ways since I've been preaching that I think I've come full circle. Um, Not that I tried to be anyone else. I was always sincere and true, but there is something that I began somewhere down the road. And I don't even remember what had happened. Maybe it was because of, oh, I do now know. Um, Well, let's just say I began to realize that everybody won't appreciate your full Mm. self. You know, people say, ooh, there's extra, too much, you know what I think? (laughs) So we kind of... And I, I really believe, yeah, that's what I would say to her. And be a little bit lighter, lighter as in make sure you take time to enjoy life more. I'm very, very 
intense and, and serious when I was much younger. Um, and I've learned to lighten up and, and enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Do you think you were intense because you knew the call was so, the call on your life was so heavy that you felt like you needed to be intense? My nature, I think I'm a more serious person. Okay. Contrary to what many people may believe or perceive, I am truly an introvert in my core. I really am. I have learned mm -hmm. through many years and situations <laughs> how to come out of that shell and to mm -hmm. recharge in different ways. But being, um, yeah, being at my core an introvert and just being on the serious side a little bit. Um, and, and just, just, uh, just intense with, you know, when I set my mind to do something, if I feel like I heard from God, especially, I don't play with that. I don't, I don't play with that. So I'm going to go for it all the way. And that's just who I've been. So it wasn't about the weight of the call as much as a core part of my personality. Mm. And then just taking the things of God very seriously, because I struggled with answering the call to preach. Um, really? Like some people, I mean, it's not uncommon. And I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was running from it. I didn't do the run. As you hear a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, I ran from the Lord. I didn't, I didn't run, <laughs> but I was, I was um, almost stuck at a place of making sure, is this you? Because I'm not trying to go out on my own. This is big. This is a big deal. I, I take this seriously. And um, he that put his hand to the plow, turn back, is not fit. Ah, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So, <laughs> mm -mm. so I got to know that I know that I know. Amen. Just, you know, but I've lightened up a bit. And I think that's what I would tell that younger version. But it was, it was all of that wrapped mm -hmm. up together. To be your authentic self. Absolutely. And to not shrink from being mm -hmm. the fullness mm -hmm. of who you are. Show up in all of that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Own your space. Yes, that's it. Own all of it. Every inch. I love it. Y'all heard that? Very good. So I could talk to Reverend Dr. Lakeisha B. forever, but we're running a little short on time. So I am very interested in this, in the final segment. Okay which is the journey ahead. Ooh, wow. So as you seek the Lord for the next phase of your joy journey, Ooh. would you dare share your hope for yourself, for your ministry, mm. um, for the next five years? Whoa. Uh, I am in a new space. Um, in 2019, I heard the Lord say that I needed to prepare for the next level, the next, the new dimension, the next dimension. And we have heard those words in many different ways, different times, but it was the first time ever in my life that I actually grasped, oh, wait, this means this. Um, and at the time it meant, and it still does, um, cyberspace internet i mean the very thing we're doing right here mm -hmm. doing more in the next dimension which is that cloud space you know because we've been doing so much on the ground yeah we've been doing so much 
here or there traveling, like you said, internationally. I've been on mission trips and, and been blessed to serve and support other leaders. But think about the, the other dimension. The new dimension is to make sure that we are ministering in that space. And so while I've been online and doing things for years, I had not fully engaged and invested myself, which is part of the reason why you're so inspiring. And I'm so proud of you. Um, so my baby step of obedience was to create a, um, an online Bible study for young adults. And we use Zoom for the first time. The church uses Zoom space to do classes. And this was the fall. This was September of 2019. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. <laughs> you laughing because we didn't know. We did not know the world didn't was going to shut down. The world was going to be like, ah, ah, stay at home. <laughs> Listen, everybody was going to be on Zoom. Literally, literally <laughs> around the world. And when that happened, I looked back after, you know, with the pandemic and it set in and all that stuff. And I looked back in my journal. I literally wrote that in my journal. And I was like, oh, my God, you were preparing me. This was this is the new dimension. And we really have to make sure we are making moves there. And so in the church, you know, we had everybody had to go online. And so learning and, and preparing for the new dimension, the next dimension, it was already here. But but shifting gears so that you really take up space in that place. So that is where my heart and my calling is right now to prepare for more ministry and presence. Um, and again, I'm not new to it, but there's a different way. I believe God is calling me mm. to be present, to show up, to be my authentic self, to show up in the fullness of all of that. Um, I have also changed my status. <laughs> Um, I am a newlywed Yay! Uh, as of this very day. I've not even approached six months yet. So I'm still really new. And after being a very, very, very single woman <laughs> for so long, learning how to enjoy this part of my journey is a blessing because I am grateful. So grateful. Uh, back to that piece about learning how to be still and wait on God. Mm. So worth the wait so worth the wait and to do this now at a stage in life where I am more settled I've I don't I don't have anything I'm striving for you know when you're younger mm, yeah. you think about how you want to get your first house and you want to do this and you want to do that and and you want to get the extra degree and and climb the ladder wherever that is oh this is good but I don't have anything to strive for because God gave me a full single life. Mm -hmm. I, I ain't got no regret. <laughs> I am so very, I, I'm almost giddy when I think about, I love being single and I love what God gave me opportunity to do. And I didn't wait for somebody to do the fun stuff. I traveled. I, I just, so now that I'm in this new space, I don't have anything to prove or, or try to work towards, but enjoying this new aspect of my journey. So the next five years means the ministry of marriage yeah. and what that will teach me about joy. Um, the, the new dimension, the next dimension and what that means for showing up in my fullness um, and seeing wherever that goes. But I've kind of decided I'm going to have fun and, and enjoy life. It's intensified now. It's very intense, but I, I like that. I call it adventures with God. That's what I believe I'm on. More adventures with God. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait Me either. to see where, how God continues to use you and your experiences mm. um, to shine a light on how much he loves you. I do believe that. Cannot wait. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. And I also can't wait for you to come back in five years or less to tell us how much the wait was worth it. Ooh, that definitely is another, that is a whole nother kind of thing. You're, you're right. Cause there is a lot there. Um, yeah, there, there is a lot there. I, uh, I married after 40, uh, first marriage and was never engaged before. So there's a lot there, um, but worth the wait, because I tell you, when God puts it together, it's just so right. And when people ask me now, you know, and they see me around and how's married life, you know, and I don't know what they're expecting me to say. <laughs> I don't know what they are expecting me to say, but you know what? At first, first couple of times I said, oh, it's good, you know, and then I thought about it. I was like, it's great. I'm blessed. Yeah, I'm blessed. It's great. Now, I, of course, there's probably somebody back there, somebody somewhere thinking, yeah, you newly weird. You know, wait till. <laughs> but I, I intend for that to be my testimony for the long haul. Um, yeah, I'm blessed and I'm grateful. Yeah, absolutely. So we thank you so much. So we, you mentioned your YouTube Oh, channel. yes, yes, How yes. How can folks find your channel so and follow I your ministry? So I would be so delighted if you would go on over to Intensified Life TV uh, with Dr. Lakeisha B. I named it Intensified Life because that's what I have embraced. That's one of my mottos. Uh, my, my very first book you see here. Thank you for bringing that on. Um, you know, it's very similar to joy on the journey um, in that we are called to have an abundant life in Christ. And I believe there are so many ways we say that, but we don't know what it looks like. I love the, the statement adventures with God. That really has been my life. I have so many ways that God has given me some awesome experiences. And I love that it's stuff I would have never been able to craft or cultivate on my own. It is really about being all in 100%. Like I said earlier, you know, you may not be as serious as I am, but you can be intentional and intensified, mm -hmm. never settling for status quo, mediocre, kind of whatever. Intensify means you're always building up, boosting up, going stronger because we grow in that way. So when you get to a plateau and we often feel like, OK, something. No, what does it mean to intensify and keep going, yeah. keep moving? So um, YouTube. Yes, please subscribe, like, share Intensified Life TV. Um my name is Lakeisha B on there because B was my maiden name, but it is now at Quayfio. If you ever see that, that's me. Uh, but Intensified Life TV with Dr. Lakeisha B. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook and all of that un under Lakeisha Barnett. But I would love for you to be a part of the Intensified Tribe. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know this episode has filled your cup because I am full to overflow. Literally, y'all. <laughs> holding it together all right because i have promised i will not cry on every single episode i will not do it but thank you so much thank, thank you, you thank you thank you now i normally close out the episode but what you all may remember early on in the episode that she is the minister of prayer and y'all listen come on can't have a minister of prayer on the podcast and not have her pray. Yes. Yes. So would you give us the honor of closing the podcast in prayer? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Our God in heaven, we bless you and thank you just for being God. 
We acknowledge that there is no other and you are so wonderful. There's nobody like you. And we are grateful that you, you give us joy. Even when our circumstances are not favorable, we can dig deep and know because of who you are, everything will be all right. Thank you, Lord, for the journey. Thank you for being with us in the journey. Thank you for teaching us how to be still and wait on you. Mm. To be still and know that you are God. So that means we don't have to try to be that. (laughs) You take care of everything. You hold the worlds, the cosmos, the universe in your hand. And so we can wait and trust that in your good timing, by the power of your spirit, you will lead us and guide us in the ways that we should go. Lord, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for Ashley. I thank you for all those guests who are sharing their stories and every soul who will listen and be inspired, be encouraged, be uplifted. Lord, let somebody get their joy back, Mm. be revived in a way that they didn't even expect it. Not just today or the days to come, but there will be years that these episodes will be available to bless people that we will never meet, but you know they need to hear this encouragement. So we thank you for what you are doing in our lives, through our lives. And we trust, Lord, that as you continue to lead us and guide us, you will also continue to give us joy for the journey. We thank you in advance for the adventures that are to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Till we meet again every single Thursday, y'all be blessed. Bye.